to Grow by Cassandra. This is another episode, and I am so excited to have a friend um, on the the podcast in our episode for today. I talked before, I've spoken before about how iron sharpens iron, and it's really amazing to be able to do this thing we call life and watch someone else grow and step into their greatness and um, overcome some challenges and transitions. And so I know that a lot of times you're listening and you're hearing um, a little bit of my journey. So you know some things that I'm working through and working in. But it's great to hear another voice and to hear another perspective. And I'm so excited to introduce my friend and um, also someone I really admire and look up to. And I'm going to let her tell you a little bit about herself. And I have a few questions to ask. I really am going to be as much of a listener as you all are. So Christy, go ahead and get us in there. All right. So as Cassandra said, I'm Chrissy Rogers. Um, I am the owner and founder of Mayano Consulting. And we go way back, like she said. She's definitely a very dear friend. And we've had a lot of growth and connection over the years. And so just, I guess, a little background about me. Um, We both met during our teaching years and or um, connected to Teach for America. So we both have taught in the classroom, um, have coached and done and grown and done other things. Um, And that has always been kind of the basis for me in a lot of the things that I've done, which has been around education. That is one thing that I know for sure is that I'm an educator. So a lot of the things that I do now at the core and the heart of all those things is educating. So that's a little about me. Thank you. Thank you so much. So I know that you talked about time spent in the classroom. I want Mm -hmm. you to just walk us through um, transitions because I think that life is full of them. And I didn't understand that Yeah, when I first became an adult. <laughs> yeah, I thought you decide a path, you stick with it. Yeah. Um, and life doesn't change much. I was watching Saved by the Bell and um, I guess 90210. I don't know. I-, I just didn't know that life was full of so many transitions and those yeah. can be a good thing. So I want you to talk a little bit about your transitions um, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, but also career wise and how yeah. you have found yourself leading um, your business. Absolutely. Ooh, I think if you looked up the word transition, you would see my face because (laughs) over the years I have taken so many of them. Um, I started actually working when I was 14, had multiple jobs at a time. Sometimes like, I just feel like my entire life has been a huge transition, but um, let's see. So after high school, went to college and I'll just be honest about the fact that I was not sure that I wanted to go to college. I was very early on when I felt like, People went to college because they knew what they wanted to do. Kind of like Cassandra said, like, you're just supposed to know. And then you just go on your path. And I knew going into college that I had no idea what I wanted to do. And I didn't want to waste time. And so I almost did not go to college because that was my mindset. Um, I was pushed by my guidance counselor to kind of figure out what direction I wanted to take. And that landed me on psychology because I've always had a desire and a yearning to know and um, understand people. And so I applied to colleges, got into a few, <laughs> decided to go to one. I went to Ohio University. 
um, and did psychology. And I guess the first thing that I'll say about transitions and that I've kind of engaged with over the years is trust your intuition and trust your instincts. Um, Orientation of college. I was in, I got accepted into the psychology program and during orientation, I just felt like that was not the space that I needed to be in. I don't know how I knew that. I just did. And I decided to not be in that program. I literally walked out during orientation and found my way into another program, which is the one that I graduated from. And ironically, you know, the dean of that college became my advisor and God bless Dr. James because she was amazing. Um, Another thing I'll say about transitions is keeping people around you that believe in you beyond where you can see yourself at the moment is very, very helpful. She definitely helped with that. And a lot of her guidance still encourages me and keeps me on this path of trying new things and figuring things out, even when you have absolutely no direction. Um, So that happened. And then leaving school, had no idea what I wanted to do still, even though I tried a million things during school and wound up with Teach for America. So that was another transition from undergrad to teaching little humans. So someone trusted me to mold young minds and I fell in love with it. And ironically, it wasn't until my first semester as a teacher that I discovered that teaching runs in my blood. Um, A lot of my great aunts have been teachers. One of my great aunts in particular um, was the first black superintendent in Cleveland and had no idea. Right. That that was a thing. So (laughs) I was like, okay, so no one told me that this was a path I should have explored, but I (laughs) loved it. I enjoyed it. And it really helped me discover at my core that that is one of my soul gifts, which is is teaching. Um, I love teaching, training, all those things. And that's kind of where my first transition started was was teaching. And I love being in the classroom, but I knew that I had so much more to offer the world. And that would not stop within four walls. So I knew once I started my teaching career, while I was excited that I found something that I was interested in, just being a teacher was probably not going to be good enough for me. So when I got an opportunity to become a coach of teachers, Mm -hmm. I said, okay, this is a new challenge. Let's see where this takes us. Um, And I transitioned from not just being a teacher in the classroom, but to a coach. And so... That was fun. It was, it really did challenge me. It brought out a different side of myself that I didn't even honestly know I had, but kind of circling back to me, always knowing that being connected to and understanding people was a core essential like value of mine. I was able to tap into that. And that's kind of where my coaching experience over the years grew from. Um, I also took many, many courses and have certificates and all kinds of things like that in coaching over time. And then that kind of led me to a pause in my career, I guess. I had began coaching. I had worked regionally, nationally, across so many different teams, helped start things with diversity and inclusiveness and across the board, done a lot of coaching and teaching. And I pressed pause because I didn't really know what the next level or the next step was. And I knew that I was not a TFA lifer. So (laughs) I had to figure out what a new direction was going to be. And that is when I went to grad school. So I got my executive master's in leadership from Georgetown and accepting that program, 
and being in that program was absolutely a life changer for me. I'm the youngest person that has ever been in that program. It is an executive level program. And for people who don't know what that means, that means typically you have been working for anywhere from 20 to 30, almost 40 years in your career trajectory, and you are ready to go to the C-suite or like the highest level of your organization or to start your own business. So you have a lot of years of experience under you. And here I am. Who knows how I knew how to just be as bold and as courageous as I was with my, you know, decade of experience walking into this program as the youngest person, but loved my cohort. They wrapped their arms around me. I have a wealth of knowledge and experience still connected with many members from my cohort. Um, And I actually walked out of that program into a new realm of dealing with people and loving on people and teaching, which was training. So I got into government contracting in DC and I started training Mm -hmm, folks mm -hmm. around a plethora of things, some of which I had never had experience around before, but because you have that foundational knowledge and those basics of training and coaching, like those things are transferable across a lot of different pathways that I didn't really realize. And someone had faith in me. They were like, hey, I see the value in your foundational knowledge. Let me give you the, you know, surface level things that you need to be able to be successful in these roles. And so I've done all kinds of training from IT to software development, like all kinds of things um, across many different agencies in the government, still working with some of those today. And that is kind of how I have bundled all of the gifts and the skill sets that I have and the passion that I have for connecting with people and understanding them better to start my business. My business, the seed for my business was planted when I was in grad school in 16 and it has flourished. And here we are today. Mayana Consulting is just a fully thriving thing. (laughs) That was once a seed. Um, Still definitely growing, right? But it is the umbrella company for all of the things that I love. And I think I want to take a moment here to just plug that if you know that you want to be an entrepreneur or, you know, your own boss one day, but you know, you have so many different gifts and or so many different interests, do not let that stop you from becoming an entrepreneur because Mm -hmm. I'm about to share with you kind of how my business works and You may listen to that, like, how in the world does she do all that? But it makes sense for me, and it's my business, and so I run it how I want to, right? (laughs) And I have been told by so many people for so long that you have to choose one thing. You have to figure out what your thing is and go for that, and that is not how I'm structured. That is not how I'm wired. I am blessed and multifaceted in many different areas, and although there is a thread and an underlying facet of, like, educating through all of those things, um... I was not afraid and I'm not afraid to continue delving into things that are unfamiliar for some people or seem out of the box for some people or seem like you're taking on too much, but it works for me. So when you find what works for Mm -hmm. you, go and do that thing. And it's going to take some trial and error. It's going to take you, you know, stepping outside of your comfort zone, doing some things that challenge you or some things that you did not expect to be doing for you to have to say, what can I take from this? How can I grow from this? And then leverage these skills to move on to the next level. And that's how I always coach people too. Is It's so ironic. One of the teachers that I used to coach like years and years ago reached out to me and he was actually transitioning into the coaching role that I used to have. 
And he said, you were amazing. Give me all your secrets. And I was like, what? And I promise y'all back when I was actually coaching him, I felt like I was a hot mess. I didn't think I knew what I was doing, but he saw value in that. However, I made sense of that chaos. And he took a lot out of that, that right. experience with me. And I appreciated that. I just felt very, very humbled um, by his words and the fact that he reached out to me. And I shared that with him. I said, whatever your next step is, make sure you're investing time and energy into what you're doing now to help you get there, right? Not saying that you won't be fully present right now, but that was a pitfall I had. I didn't really know what my next step was. So for me to be intentional about my skill set gathering at that time was difficult. I want to make sure I share that Mm -hmm. with people is if you can see and you have a vision for where you want your life to be, even if it's not there yet, make sure you're being super intentional about your skill set gathering and your energy and time spent. So when you get there, you have all of the necessary eggs in your basket to just fully walk into whatever that thing is that you're doing. So I will share a little overarching about how my business works and then I'll let Cassandra ask me whatever she wants. (laughs) Um, go. Yeah. Shoot. Can I, sorry, Chrissy, to interrupt you. Yeah. I want to interject because a lot of times, like all of that was so good and I'm sitting back like, Ooh, mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm taking notes. Right. And I don't want us to skip over okay, the gyms it. in that. So I broke down everything that you just told us into basically five steps. And I feel like this all falls under the category okay. of transition. So you told us about your transitions. Um, and I think that that has led to you being great for others because there's a difference in, you know, just be great, which you are, and then getting to a point where you can be great for others, where you can kind of mm-hmm. duplicate the process or the success or the greatness. And so the first thing you said was trust your in- instincts. And a lot of times mm-hmm. we doubt ourselves and just knowing that it's okay to trust your instinct instinct and they are instincts for a reason you know when people say I just had a feeling I didn't know what it was like that's your intuition that is listen to it (laughs) yeah exactly we were built that way we were created to have those moments and those feelings where we just move a different way so number one trust your instincts number two you said keep people who believe in you beyond where you are Mm -hmm. what you can see around you and I wanted to put a pin in that because sometimes those people are not yeah. the ones that you expect sometimes those that's so not. true <laughs> yeah they may not be you know your best friend yeah. from high school your mama your favorite cousin it could be yeah. your advisor it could be yeah. your supervisor it could be the person that you are actually mentoring that helps you grow and elevate Ooh, yeah that reminds me of and i don't know how many of y'all are familiar with dear white people on netflix but if you are love it you're caught up and you're up on season three i think that comes full circle with what sam and she was resisting this guidance that she needed from the person they paired her with for her project i'm giving away a little bit but it's fine (laughs) and Okay, I got to catch yes, up on the season yes, now. Yeah, I'm excited. But she was resisting this person that was actually really good for her. And it took a whole lot of energy and effort of her re- because she was resisting it to realize that by the end, oh, shoot, you were the person I needed the whole time. So I'm just saying that to emphasize mm-hmm. that sometimes it will come from really random places and kind of lean in when you're resisting something as to why. Because that could be the very thing that you need. No one likes to be told 
the real, raw, dirty, honest truth about themselves sometimes. And I love honestly keeping people like that in my life because I need it. Mm -hmm. I I try to tell myself the truth, but sometimes you're just not as good at seeing yourself as other people are who know you really well. So I think, you know, that was just a, a really brilliant lesson that they shared in that particular episode or that series, I should say, that I think can be helpful for people is lean into the things you resist. And yeah, you never know where you may find that person. But when you find it, make sure you honor it and you're writing things down and being aware of how that thing is helping you grow and transition. Yeah. That is so good. So lean in. Um, Um, Number three, you just mentioned in finding out that educators that are educate being an educator Mm -hmm. that ran in your blood. And I remember you saying, no one told me. And I love that you went so deep into it. You're like, Hey, I'm jumping into education. Um, that you were able to dig deep and Mm -hmm. to ask some questions. And even, you know, sometimes we're asking God questions. We're asking the universe questions. Sometimes we're literally asking our parents, like, does this run in my family or, you know, what did great for living or how did that go? But I think digging deep um, and asking questions is a really important part Mm -hmm. of transitioning too. number four, Mm -hmm. you said pause. So we're just going to have a moment of silence for the pause. And sometimes pausing is awkward, right? That (laughs) what three seconds was like, Oh, I should say something. Um, but it's so important for us to really just put a pause on things and take time to reflect. And number five, you said, find what works for you. So important. And in the age of social media, in the age of reality television, in the age of technology, um, you know, access to more information than we can even consume. It is sometimes challenging to find not only what works, but what yeah. works for you. And you said, be okay with experimenting, be okay yep. with trying things out, be okay with, you know, yeah. trial and error. It's exactly okay. what you said is how I teach. That's how you know you're learning. Is it, If you're not trying something, then you already know how to do it. Therefore, you're not really learning. So I have to mm-hmm. remind my kids that all the time. Like, it's so hard. Well, duh, you don't know how to do it. Hello. That's the whole point. <laughs> like, give yourself grace to, like, figure exactly. it out. And then you get excited and you want to teach other people and share with other people. I think that's the brilliant part about it is once you do find what feels good for you. Think about, like, good products you find or good sales. You're going to tell somebody. You're like, ooh, yes, I found this for X amount of percent off. Go here. Try this thing out. You tell people about the good stuff because it works for you. So you'll know when you find those things because you get really excited about it. Or when you talk to other people, they start to point out like, wow, like you got real passionate about X, Y, and Z, or you know a lot about X, Y, and Z, or they point that out for you, what you get excited about. So absolutely. Yes. And certain people will ignite things Mm -hmm. in you, you know? So before you continue on, I know you're mm-hmm. about to share about your business. I um, did a really important okay. Google search <laughs> to define the okay. word consultant yeah. Yeah. because it's kind of like yes. there, it's a buzzword yes. going it. around now. Yeah. And so we don't always understand yeah. what a consultant yeah. is or does. And so I just want like my listeners to really tune into what you have to say, because Mm -hmm. you are a consultant, you have a consultant, uh, Mm -hmm. consulting business and a consultant 
I'm going to read do the de- definition twice, like they do in <laughs> church, like we do at school. A consultant is a person who provides expert mm-hmm. advice mm-hmm. professionally. Okay, one more time. A consultant is a person who provides expert advice yeah. professionally. So a lot of times we go to or we consult with friends, family, um, social media, Google search for advice. But a consultant, that is their profession, that is their job to give expert advice. So you do the legwork in order to inform your client about what's best. Okay. And now we turn over to our consultant. So I love that. I love (laughs) that you said that. And I'm, I'm very happy you said that because I revolted against that title and leaning into that for the longest because I don't like buzzwords. I don't like, uh, it's kind of like how everybody can have the word entrepreneur, you know, in their bio these days. It's like, okay, so what do you want to do? <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. so I felt the same way about consulting, but when I really did have that definition and that understanding, like, no, that's what I do. It's, it's what I enjoy. It's how I connect with people in today's day and age and just in general. So, um, and it can look so different. I think that's the thing that you have to understand about it is, yeah, there may be a overarching term for it, but you can also make that look and feel like however you want it to be like giving expert advice mm-hmm. and attention to detail about things that you are really, really good at. And it can be so minute and niche, um, matters, right. And it can look very different. So Meowda Consulting, um, our tagline is just the shortest distance between vision and reality. So I love and at many, many levels help people with their vision, whether it's you individually as a person, whether it is your team or your entire corporation. So we have a side of Meowda Consulting that is very driven for business orientation, right? So we do trainings. Um, We help with design services, like things that help make sure that why you started your business is actually why people engage with you. We help you realign to your vision and make sure that as you project out into the world, what you do, your services and your products are very aligned with your vision. And so however we can enhance that, we do that. Um, and then there is a more like socially loved on side of Miano Consulting where um, Cassandra has engaged with me with Happy and Whole. And Happy and Whole is a um, health and wellness leg of Mayotta Consulting where we talk about Mm self-love and self-discovery and self-care. And so there's pieces to who I am, what I'm good at, what I love that I can work with people and do. We do seminars. I have a podcast. Um, We do like actual, um, what am I trying to say? Blogging, things like that to share expertise Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, about health and wellness. And then we have a leg that I love, which is accountability coaching. And then with Just Start Small, um, it's accountability coaching. So I work with people who have goals and aspirations. And even though it starts with you, sometimes you need a little bit of help creating habits that mm-hmm. will help you maintain that accountability for yourself beyond you know working with a coach. So my umbrella includes a lot of different moving pieces and parts, and I love it. I love all of what I do. And it all stems from working with people, educating them, and educating myself, too. I also love that with my business, I learn from the people that I get to work with, just like they learn and get stuff from me. So 
have clients from all facets and I love it. <laughs> that is so cool, Christy. I I would say that one thing I watch you and I follow you on Instagram. Um, we've been able to stay connected over the years. And mm-hmm. just, I think a few weeks ago, if not a month or so, we were able to hop on the phone and just catch up. Yes. And something that I really admire is your consistency. So mm-hmm. I know that your consulting business addresses that <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. But can you speak to um, our listeners just about what drives your consistency? Yeah. And then I want you to wrap up with where we can find you and tap into more of what you have to offer. Yes. Um, So consistency, honestly, where it comes from is just remembering that life, just like everything else is a process, right? Life is going to happen. Whether you have children, you have a husband, you have family duties, um, you have girlfriends, like, that you hang out with all the time. Like, there's always something going on. And those things don't stop just because you decided to become healthier, right? Or right. you decided to, you know, start learning a, a new language or whatever. Um, and so my consistency comes from not giving up. You just don't stop. Even if something knocks you off and you're not going at 100% every single day, it's okay if some days you only give 20% to it as long as you give something to it. Mm -hmm. See, literally means being able to stay in the game even if you are not one of the starting five players, right? Like some days you are the starting and some days you're on the bench and you're learning and you're figuring out some other things, but you just don't stop. You keep playing the game. You stay in the game. Um, and knowing that that's just how life happens, right? And so I always work with clients and people who are coached like, hey, it's a process. You have to trust me through the process. You have to trust yourself through the process. And you have to stop getting out of the game just because one little thing went wrong. Um, you cannot create new habits that way. So that's really where it comes from is keep going. Even when you think that you have fallen off, if you, if you don't stop, you're good. And another thing that I'll say about consistency is that you're never starting from the same place twice. So even if you stop and you start something again, you're wiser, you have more knowledge, you have more understanding of yourself. So you're not actually starting over from ground zero. You're starting mm-hmm. over from maybe level two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so that's another thing is I, I'm actually wiser. I'm, I've grown more since I was at this place last time. So it should be easier for me to start. Sometimes that makes it a little bit harder, but know that you're not who you were the last time you took on this endeavor. Or if you're just starting something out for the first time, like you have nothing to lose, but a lesson if you don't start or if you don't keep going. So I think that's honestly what drives me. That is so good. I can't wait to play back this um, episode and just... (laughs) add to my notes that I've already taken okay so tell us about your 100 day challenge and how we can find you yes 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 so with just our small we are doing a 100 day well final 100 days challenge so it starts September 23rd so if you hear this after that and you still want to get started hit us up especially on Instagram at just start small and it's j-u-s-t-s-t-r-t-s-m-a-l-l so there's no um extra R in there so you can find us on Instagram you can definitely email and or go to the website Um, all that stuff's in the link on the bio on Instagram Mm -hmm. or you can email just start small at gmail.com 
get excited about it. So the final 100 days challenge, I've done several 100 days challenge before. And I just finally was like, hey, I'm going to throw this out here to any and everybody who wants to join and come do it. So the final 100 days is all about ending the year stronger than you started it. And so that, mm. that gives you a head start to go into the new year in a different place. So as of September 23rd, you have 100 days until December 31st. And so whatever goals you have set for yourself, if it's something that you literally have been saying for the since 2014, right? Since New Year's 2014, you're like, I'm going to do this thing. And it's almost five years later <laughs> and you have not made any movement on that thing. Like stop playing because we don't have time to play. You never know when your number will be called. So let's get to mm -hmm. it, right? If you wanted to be healthier, if you wanted to, like I said before, learn a new language, if you want to just, I don't know, start a business, whatever it is, that's a desire of your heart that if you can just do. Within 100 days, you can have 100 more steps towards that goal versus it just still being something that you only put on your venue board or you only talk about the first few days of the new year and then you forget about mm. years later. So encouraging people to join. That's how you can access us. And the other thing that I'll share before I get off too is I have a group called the Vision Collaborative that I invite business owners, um, leaders, aspiring entrepreneurs, visionaries, creatives. If you're in any of those brackets or you know somebody that's in that bracket, I created a group for people who are in the grind. I think it's amazing to have mentors and things like that um, and people who've been in the game for 20, 30 plus years and get knowledge in that way. But I think there is a need for there to be groups of folks who are in the grind right now and understanding that you are learning some invaluable lessons and you can connect with people who are doing the same to give you what you need to keep you going as you're trying to grow or elevate or start something new. So yes, every last Thursday of the month we meet um, at Mayon Consulting has all the details on there. Um, and so you can join, you can join the group. We have an access code every single month you join and you just connect with people who are doing amazing things and willing to share about whatever it is that they need. You give what you need to, to the group, you get what you need to from the group. So I will make sure I share all the details with Cassandra so she can have all the good stuff to share with you guys. But yeah, you're more than welcome to join the challenge. You're more than welcome to join the vision collaborative. And if you see something in the work that I do just with my consulting business and you're like, I love that. I think I need a accountability coach or I love that. I think my business and my group needs this thing. Reach out. Let's work together. Let's find a solution and help your vision shine. Oh, my goodness, Chrissy. I am. <laughs> I'm just so excited that I got to have you on this episode. And what you said about the vision collaborative just went full circle back to why I invited you on this episode, yes. because iron sharpens iron. And sometimes yes. you're so right. Just being in the space with yes. like minded individuals right. will help you flourish, will help you continue to grow. And those mm -hmm. connections are invaluable. Yes. So thank you so much for taking time to get on. Of course. On. This is amazing. You yes. are amazing. I hope hmm. that everyone listening takes something away from anything either of us said, because it is so important to just continue to fuel yourself, to get some knowledge, get some good tidbits, and keep on going and growing. 
Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode with our guest, Chrissy Rogers. I know that you received a lot of information, and so I hope that you took notes or you take the time to play back the parts of the podcast that really spoke to you. Chrissy was able to walk us through her journey and also give us tidbits and action items that we can apply to our own journey towards purpose. Like I always say, take what you heard today. And if you don't do anything until the next time that we talk, I want you to grow.